0: It's that time, the Betting Predators podcast, where our main objective is hunting down the best bets for you. I'm your host, Sleepy J. You guys can find me on Twitter at Sleepy J underscore pregame. Joined here by our stats and analytics guru, Dan Rivera. You guys can find him on Twitter, Dan Rivera 228. And we also have Jay Smoove in the house grinder of all sports. You guys can find him at Smooth underscore 702. And you can find us all on the best sports betting information site on the web, pregame.com. Alright guys, here we go. We got NFL Week 7. This is the remainder of the card. Uh and let's just go ahead and, and let's let's go full disclosure here. Uncle Dave picked the games uh for this week, and he left myself, Smoove, and Dan uh with all the garbage. We are stuck here with uh the Cardinals laying 17 and a half, the Bucks laying 13, the Rams laying 15. And uh, I guess he was generous enough to go ahead and leave us the Patriots and the Packers. But uh, we got all the games where teams are laying a touchdown or more. So we'll go through there. We'll talk through some of those games. But I do know before we go ahead and start this podcast that myself, Smooth and Dan, uh, we have a bunch of passes on these particular games. But We're going to go ahead. We're going to talk to them for you guys. See if anything surfaces, maybe some totals, maybe some player props. First game we're going to go ahead and start out with here is Washington football team at the Green Bay Packers. My Green Bay Packers here, they'll be laying eight points in this game. We have a total of forty-eight. I'm worried about Washington. And I think something that we had talked about you know, a couple of podcasts ago is, you know, when is Taylor Heineke finally going to end up being uh Taylor Heineke? Yeah, he had a game here, a game there, has uh, showed out a couple of times, but seems like he's kind of coming back to earth. Washington didn't look all that good last week against KC, but again, that's Kansas City. But that defense, absolutely horrible. So, Dan, I'm curious what you're going to do in this game. My guess is you're probably going to look at the Packers in the teaser. That would be the way that I go for this game, but I'm curious if that's the way you're going to go. Well,
1: you pretty much took my notes away here, but the Washington football team is finally regressing from last year. Last year, they went 7-9, and everybody fell in love with that defense. Well, that defense is terrible this year. They can't stop anybody. And if you look at the final score, the Chiefs had about 31 points. Patrick Mahomes in that offense had a couple of just fluky turnovers in the first half. So really, the Chiefs could have scored 40 there, and you're getting a little bit of a discount for the Packers this week. I just don't know how the Washington football team is going to be able to drop 30 or 35 this week because what you're essentially betting on is, are they going to score 30 plus points this week? Will Rodgers score 35? And my guess is you two will have zero hesitation backing Rodgers to score 30 points over Heineke in the offense. It's just the offense can't keep up with anybody. The defense can't stop anybody. At a line of eight, I really don't want to play it, but as a teaser... Definitely find another leg, especially for laying 15 and a half or 17 and a half with two of these other teams on this card. I'll lean Green Bay. The only reason why I lean Green Bay is you got Rodgers coming off that I will own you statement, which I think was kind of funny when he said it. But you could see a little bit of letdown this week just because they have that Thursday night football game at Arizona Maybe you see a situation, you know, where the Packers kind of come out flat in the first half, or maybe you see the Packers up 14 late in the fourth quarter, and then Washington football team gets a garbage time touchdown, and then all of a sudden you lost your spread. So lean Packers, Packers in the teaser for sure.
0: Yeah, this is kind of desperation week for a lot of teams. You know, those two and four teams, you know, the teams that are even sitting, you know, five hundred three three and three, you know, some of the teams are starting to run away, especially in the NFC. You know, with Dallas at 5-1, Green Bay 5-1, Buccaneers. Uh, you still got the Rams and Cardinals, you know, 5-1, 6-0 oh for the Cardinals. So, you know, those 3-3 three and three teams, those 2-4 and four teams, uh, this kind of a desperation week. And I think Washington's going to be desperate to go ahead and put a real good game together. And I actually think that they're going to play really, really tough this week and give Green Bay a scare. Will they beat Green Bay? I'm not sure. Uh, the teaser seems like it was going to probably be one of the you know, heavier used teams, you know, with Green Bay. But I don't want to go out on a limb and say that this is going to be one of the sucker bets or the teaser that um, gets blown up. But uh, I would use some caution here with Green Bay, especially laying the eight points. I certainly would not do that. Uh, I know my team. I know how they play uh, generally. And it really doesn't matter, you know, who they're playing against. Like out of division, um, sometimes they just end up with sneaky, pesky teams. As I mentioned, you know, last week. Uh, or two weeks ago when they played the Bengals, um, that, that game wasn't going to be that easy. I can tell you right now, Washington's not going to be that easy. So it would be Green Bay in a tease for me. It's got to be at minus one. Uh, I'm not laying a point and a half. I'm not laying two points. It's got to be Green Bay minus one. So if I have to do the seven-point tease and pay for it, uh, I'll do that. Green Bay is the better team. They are at home here. But, then, as you mentioned, there is a little bit of a look ahead. So I'd uh, be tease Green Bay down to one. Uh, and that's it for me. I don't know necessarily what to do with that total. Uh, I'll probably just go ahead and stay away from that. How about you, Smoothie? You got any thoughts on Washington and Green Bay?
2: Like you guys said, it's a, a lot of a lot of games to pass. And this is one for me. Um, just no confidence in Washington. Uh, backed them a couple of times. I actually backed them last week against Kansas City. And, you know, Patrick Mahomes in the Chiefs offense like Dan stated, you know, gave them a lot of good opportunities, especially in that first half with some turnovers to kind of extend the lead. Um, but they just weren't able to against the Kansas City uh, defense that's been struggling pretty good, uh, pretty bad all season. And I think it was 13 to 10 or tied up at 13 at halftime, and they never scored another point. Um, so I just think that, uh, you know, like you guys said, Green Bay, I think they'll win, but not really um, going to lay that big of a number. Um, uh, The direction I would I look towards, too, would probably Taylor Heineke's, you know, passing yards uh, prop um, to the over. Um, they're going to have to, you know, throw the ball, you know, Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers, that offense kind of force you to, um, you know, make some plays through the air. And last week against the Bears uh, with Justin Fields, you know, there were some opportunities there, you know, especially with Green Bay missing some key players out of their secondary. Um, but Fields just wasn't able to make them. Uh, I think Taylor Heineke will have, you know, those same opportunities and him having, you know, a little bit more experience um, being, you know, I see them being down in the situation, kind of thrown from behind. Um, You know, I would look, you know, if there was any, any way I would get involved in this game, you know, that would be something that I would look at.
0: And I don't hate that smooth. I think that that's, that's a sound way to to look at it. I mean, Green Bay secondary isn't isn't playing well right now. Obviously, they got some injuries, but you know, Heineke to McLaurin uh, sounds pretty good to me. Uh, I wouldn't hate that one. Let's jump over to Jets and the Patriots. I think this is probably going to be another team that gets teased down. And, and look, I I don't hate you know teasing down Green Bay to minus one and getting the Patriots you know at minus one either or pick them. Uh, Patriots going to be minus seven here at home. Total 42 and a half. These teams already played this year. Uh, Patriots went on the road in New York and, and beat them up pretty good, you know, 25 to 6. Here's my thoughts with, with New England is it seems like this team is starting to develop an identity, and they didn't have one last year. And I don't really believe that they had one even with Tom Brady, you know, his final year. Um, that, that team, Like nobody knew who they were, what they were doing, where they were going. But I think New England is, is trending in the right direction right now uh they played tough against Dallas last week yeah they came up short uh but they certainly had a chance to win that game they beat the Texans close one uh but they you know they played the Bucks lose by two uh they they soundly lost the 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 Saints game but they beat the Jets and they came up short against the Dolphins so they've been in a lot of games and and typically they're not going to lose games that they should win and i feel like this is a game that they should win they, this team has nothing to uh go ahead and look ahead to but Again, it's another team 2-4 and in a desperation situation. And I think getting the Patriots at home in a desperate situation against the Jets uh, is a good way to go. So I'll go ahead. I'll look at teasing them. That's all I'll do. How about you, Dan? Jets, Patriots, what are you thinking about?
1: I lean Patriots here just because I don't like betting games personally where I think the spread is too easy. And when I saw this game, I just laughed and I almost bet it. But then again, I had that voice in the back of my head telling me, like, damn, this is too easy. So I'm not making an official pick just because I know how this spread game works where you find these spreads that are just too easy sometimes and then you just outright lose them. The Jets are coming off that bye. They got their win this year. They were in London. And, well, I know that with the extra prep time, that's the argument why people would take the Jets this week. Does it really matter for that offense with all the extra prep time? I don't think so. Zach Wilson is just bad. The whole offense isn't bad. The Patriots defense gave him fits week two with the three or four interceptions. Now, I don't think they can repeat that because that just seems like one of those stats that's extremely difficult to repeat. But I do trust the Patriots here to put pressure on the rookie QB to throw a bunch of curveballs that he isn't ready for. And like you said, Sleepy, this is a team that looks like they're starting to find their identity, and it's almost do or die for this team. I know I've said it before on this podcast. I don't like saying it's a must win game only six weeks or seven weeks into the NFL. But if you're the Patriots and you want any chance to be even in the playoffs, you have to win this game to go three and four. Because on paper, going three and four versus two and five is a world of difference. And I think at two and five, then you can kind of just give up on the season. So I do lean Patriots here. I think they take care of business again against the Jets to get the three and four. This is a team I had circled for Survivor with McKenzie. So I'll lean Patriots here. All right.
0: So Dan's going to go ahead and lean the Patriots. How about you, Smooth? any thoughts on the Jets and Patriots?
2: Yeah, I would look, um, I would lean towards, you know, getting involved with the total. You know, open up at 43. Uh, most shops I have it down at 42, 42 and a half. Even though it's relatively low, I would look to, you know, play the under there. You know, neither offense, you know, it has um, you know, the ability to be explosive and, you know, being a division uh, another d- division matchup these guys played in, in week two, where Zach Wilson just committed all those turnovers. Um, I don't think he can play any worse than that. But, you know, the game that they had in London going up against the Falcons defense that's much worse than New England's and you know, they still struggle to to move the ball. Um So going up against a better defense like the Patriots, um, I think they'll have the same type of issues. And even though the Patriots, you know, offense, um, you know, put a really good performance out there against, you know, the Cowboys, uh, scoring 29 points losing in overtime. um, I think that was more of an outlier compared to, you know, what we've seen from their offense, you know, this season so far. So um, I think there's going to be regression there um, going up against a familiar division opponent and, you know, I would, I would lean towards the under
0: uh, in the in the total. All right, so we're going to go ahead and look at the total in that one. Under, uh, I'm actually going to play the under in the next game, Bears, Bucks. <clears throat> right now, Bucks minus 13, total 47. Uh, I like the under in this one quite a bit. Uh, I don't believe that Justin Fields is going to be able to go on the road against Tampa Bay and have a monster performance. I think if the Bears want to go ahead and win this game, uh, they're going to have to go ahead and try to run the ball keep the ball out of Tom Brady's hands and really try to shorten this game up as much as just as much as possible. And look, I, I don't mind Tampa's defense right now. I know they have some issues in the secondary, but those guys are kind of getting it together, kind of coming around. And the Buccaneers, you know, their offense is, is really good. But I think the Bears defense is really stepping up right now. I mean, they, they played Green Bay tough. But look, this is probably, you know, the I don't want to say it's the Bears Super Bowl, but every team has, you know, a target on the Buccaneers back. And I think the Bears' strength is clearly their defense. I think they're going to go and they're going to, you know, really, I'm not want to say they're going to slow down Tampa Bay, you know, completely, but I do think they will slow them down. 47 points seems like quite a bit to me. Uh, I could see Tampa Bay winning this game, you know, somewhere in like that 27 13 area uh, where the spread actually is, is pretty damn close to, because, you know, the Buccaneers are laying a boatload here, 13. I'm not laying 13 and I'm certainly not going to go ahead and play uh, the Bears in this one. But if I did have to lean to a side, it would probably just be the Bears uh, by default because that's a ton of points. So under for me, under 47 Bears Bucks. Smooth, how are you feeling about that game?
2: Yeah, that's something I would agree with you here. Also uh, looking towards the under, you know, the Bears defense has been pretty solid um, pretty much all year. And, you know, the, the Bucks defense is, you know, seems like is getting better as they're getting used to playing with some some key guys due to injury. And, you know, uh, the Bears with Justin Fields has been a team I've backed, you know, a few times uh, this year. And, you know, he's just shown a lot of, you know, made a lot of rookie mistakes going back to last week against the Packers. You know, they had, a, you know, plenty of opportunities to cover that number, you know, but he's just some some crucial, some crucial uh, mistakes and in, in crucial parts of the game where either was that, you know, interception uh, when they was driving and, And moving the ball uh, for some points Um, a big miscue thought he had a man off sides and he didn't and you know just uh taking a sack in a crucial part of the field where there was in field goal range and it took him out of field goal range so um he's made some plays but then he's also made some bigger plays that you know that cost the team and going up against a guy like you know tom brady and super bowl champs um you really can't make those type of mistakes and you know, with them with the Bucks laying such a big number, I don't think it's something. I don't think this will be a game that, you know, they would try to you know run up the score on, just try to get the win and get out of there. You know, given that they have so many guys, you know, hurt or coming into this game banged up, and you know, I think they just you know do enough to get the win and, and get out of there and look and move forward to next week.
0: So I would agree with you. I would look towards the under as well. All right, cool. I'm glad you agree with me on that one, Spoof. And I think you're right, too, that Tampa Bay doesn't have a whole hell of a lot of motivation to go ahead and run the score up in this one. Get a W, get out of there, get healthy, you know, get to the next week. How about you, Dan?
1: How are you feeling about that game? I disagree with you guys on the motivation. Last week, Thursday Night Football, Devin White on the little postgame show for NFL Network. I think it was NFL Network. Went on there and said, we haven't forgotten about the Bears last year for Thursday Night Football. So I think you guys are just wrong there. It was something a lot of people didn't see. Almost no one saw at all. But if Devin White went public with this, that means that team has been thinking about the Bears since last year after that Thursday night football debacle. I could see one of those situations where the Buccaneers pull the middle fingers out, stick it to the Bears for last year in like a 41-10, 31-10 type of game. I don't buy in the fields or that offense at all. I think there's just too many issues right now. I think a lot of people still like fields. I think he'll be okay down the road, but that's a different topic. But the here and now is showing me they need to run the ball. You can't really run the ball in the Bucks. You're going to have to throw. I don't trust Fields throwing against that Bucks pass rush. I don't trust the Bears O-line. I know you guys have talked about the Bears' defense being good. I think they're fraudulent in the sense that they've got some really good stats against some bad teams. And with six weeks in, though they're pretty skewed toward them, the one good offense they did play this year was the Rams. They got torched. They played against the Packers well, but it's a divisional game. That's a team you know. They did okay there. They only gave up 24. If Justin Fields is okay, I think they probably won that game. But this is one of those scenarios I can just see a team being like F, U, and then dropping 30 or 35 points. I won't touch the under. I won't touch the over because I don't want to be betting on Fields to score some points. Maybe a team total here would be the way to go. Maybe a Bears team total under. So I'll lean Bucks with a 13. But maybe a Bears team total is the best way to go here.
0: Yeah, I don't know about the whole Bucks motivation, and I did see that with White. Um, look, Tampa Bay won the Super Bowl last year. I mean, what do they have to be salty about last year? I mean, I could see if it was, you know, out there dancing in the middle of the field on your emblem and stuff like that, and and talking trash and and saying that you're better than this team and 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 players stink this that, and the other, but. I don't know. I mean I I like Smooth said, I think it's just a win and get out of here. Um that's you know, that's my opinion. Dan has his opinion. And, you know, you you have stuff to back up your opinion there, Dan. So uh we'll see. But I do like the under in that one. Smooth likes the under in that one. It seems like Dan uh wants no part of the Bears in that game. Uh here's a game that I actually like quite a bit. Lions and the Rams. The Rams laying fifteen. 50 and a half. Last week, I liked Detroit a lot. They were probably... I'm going to go out on a limb and say that they were my best pick last week, uh, besides the Chargers. Neither of those games mattered. I got blown out in the Chargers game, and and Detroit got blown out too. And I thought Detroit would go into that game last week um, as one of the most motivated teams. And look, maybe they were super-duper motivated, but they just got outplayed. But I think this is... Uh, this is a part of the season and, and after last week, like if they didn't get a win last week, um, that there's a chance that um, they go into this week and they just get absolutely smashed. And I think McVeigh and the Rams right now, um, that they're out for blood. They're out to play their best football each and every week. Uh, they don't care if they run the score upon you. Um, they're just going out there trying to play their game for 60 minutes and put a full football game together. And I think they do that here against... Detroit. Do I want to lay 15 points in this one? No, I do not. But you know what? If I had to go ahead and play this one, uh, it would be the Rams laying the 15 points because I could see this game getting ugly. I could see the Rams going out there and and really trying to put fear um, in everybody in the league and saying, you know what? Uh, We're going to put up 47 points. Like I could see them getting close to 50 in this game, which is absolutely crazy, but I, I just can't envision myself not seeing the Rams getting into the 40s. Maybe it's like a 43-7, somewhere in that area. The total's at 50 and a half. I do think the Rams get to 40 in this game. Uh, I would look at their team total over. Uh, I would look at a lot of their player props over. I think that they absolutely route Detroit in this game. So uh, I'll take the Rams. I'll lay the crazy number, which a lot of the sharp guys won't, but I just I can't see this game any other way. If Detroit was going to have a really focused effort, and all in effort it was last week it didn't happen for them they ended up losing that game uh they, they got to go on the road now this is not going to be a good situation i believe this game gets really really ugly for them
1: uh early often and throughout dan lions rams what do you got are the lions finally done for the year after last week i really don't know i think you're going to be able to pick and choose your spots with the lions and get a nice point premium in the sense that the Lions. If the Lions keep getting blown out and just looking bad, no one's going to want to bet them. So I do think in certain scenarios down the road, we can bet the Lions. Dan Campbell did call off Jared Goff for that weird turnover throwaway. I don't even know what that was. I know a lot of people made a big deal out of it from when I heard, but I didn't have a problem with them being called out because you threw the ball away on fourth down when going for it. And that was just a boneheaded mood by Goff. If there is one coach who knows how to exploit golf and make them worse, we know it's going to be McVay who coached him for so many years and made him into a solid QB by a lot of media members during that time period. Sleepy, I think you nailed it. I think the Rams are just going to go out there and take care of business. I was looking at the Rams schedule, just kind of going forward. for The next few weeks, their schedule is a joke. And that's a nice way to put it. If you're the Rams, you have to keep pace with the Cardinals because most likely a lot of us think the Cardinals win this week. And Rams already lost. So if you want to keep pace with the Cardinals in terms of the division, in terms of the NFC race for playoffs, you need to win this game. And I think you just go out there and blow the doors off the Lions. I don't know if the Lions can actually keep up with the Rams here. So if there's a team total between probably 30.5 to 33.5, over might be a solid play. So I have to look into that. I would lean Rams here. 15 a lot, but they could... Like you said, sleepy, they could easily drop 40 or 50 here. And that's when you think a team can score that many points, that back door gets immensely small because I don't trust Goff and Co. to be able to score 20 or 21 points here. So I'll lean Rams for now. Maybe look for Rams team total over.
0: <laughs> I was listening to the radio today and I cracked up laughing in my car. Uh, one of the fantasy guys was talking and he was, uh, he was saying that Jared Goff was, uh, he they, 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 they referred to him as Goffle. And I just started cracking up laughing. I was like, that's pretty good. I'd Never heard of that before. How about you, Smooth Lions, Rams? What are you thinking?
2: Yeah, I'm, I would look towards, uh, like you guys already mentioned, either the over in this game or uh, the Rams team total over. And, you know, being a 49ers fan, I just got to say, uh, seeing Jared Goff a lot, you know, being in the, the same division and battling with the Rams over the last few years, like I didn't really think – I didn't think he was – as good as you know, the media made him out to be, and especially when you know news came out that Sean McVay was you know talking to him you know through his helmet you know to the last ten seconds of, of cut off before the play was snapped or whatever that kind of solidified it for me. But I just feel bad for the guy, man. He gets traded in the middle of the night you know to to the Lions for Matt Stafford, and before the season started, a lot of people wasn't too high on Stafford because he didn't do anything in Detroit, but, you know, it's Detroit, you know, no no disrespect or anything to anybody in Detroit, but it's Detroit. And he was going to the Rams that had everything around them that Jared Goff once had. And, you know, they're throwing the ball all over the place. And, you know, one of the reasons why I think this is going to go over because a lot of the opposite of a situation like the Bucs, um, Sean McVay hasn't had a quarterback that he could just, you know, air it out and call whatever he wants to call. And the quarterback's going to go out there and make him look good. And that's what Matt Stafford is doing right now you know, possibly a top five uh, spot for when it comes down to MVP. But, you know, and golf goes out and gets caught out by his coach and all this other stuff. And it's just going to be a long, rough year for him, man. I don't know. They're just not biting off enough kneecaps out there or something like that. But it's, uh, it's a tough spot, you know, for the uh, for the Lions. Um, I think, Sean, like like I said, Sean McVay and his offense, if they have a chance to run it up, they will. But then, you know, with the, uh, this Rams defense, I think they'll have, you know, the opportunity to score some points, you know, with the Lions. They've proven that they've been able to do that in a couple of their games, whether it was hanging with some teams for a quarter, for a half. But, you know, then the, the mojo just runs out. So, yeah, I would look at either, you know, the over in this game or, you know, Rams team total over.
0: Yeah, the more you were talking there smooth, the more I kind of thought, yeah, the over does make a lot of sense. Even at 50 and a half, I mean, you want to go ahead and, you know, if you're going to get over, you, you don't want to end up playing at 51, but. You know, maybe the Rams let up, you know, a little bit at the end there and, and you get a couple cheap, you know, cheap scores. And my feeling is that, you know, McVay wants to go out there and showcase Stafford, you know, on why he got rid of Goff. And Goff's going to go out and say, and I'm I'm sure Dan Campbell's going to have, you know, have Goff's back and be like, just go out there and let it rip against these guys. Big deal. You know what I mean? Like, even if we're losing, just go out there and show them, you know, show them, show them what you're doing here that you're not as bad as you know, as bad as advertising and maybe they made a mistake letting you go. You know, go out there and, and you know, have your have your moment in the sun to go ahead and try to, you know, do uh well, do something well. And I and it's not just, you know, it's it's the Rams against Goff. It's also, you know, Goff against that Rams defense. Like he knows that defense well. I'm sure he knows guys in that defense that he could take advantage of too. So uh I actually like that a little bit there. Smoothie talked me in uh, uh looking at the over uh rather strong in that game. Let's jump over to Texans uh, at the Cardinals. Cardinals undefeated, uh laying a boatload here, 17 and a half, 47-4 total. Uh the question here is will will the Cardinals be up for this game? And I think that they probably will. Uh the fact that they're undefeated and if they could just keep ripping off, you know, a couple more wins, a couple more wins, uh, they're gonna be sitting in the driver's seat to go ahead and not only make the playoffs, but you know, maybe get themselves a week off and get a first round bye. I don't think the Cardinals let up at all uh, in this particular game. I think we see a lot of points in this one, too. The question is, will the Texans be able to go ahead and get on the board? And that I'm not certain of. You know, I I don't know if I could trust their quarterback situation right now. Uh, not a lot of playmakers on that team outside of, you know, Brennan Cooks. So I don't know what to do in this game. I can't lay 17 and a half. Um, if Arizona decides to go ahead and lay down in the fourth quarter because, you know, they're up, you know, 27 to three or something like that um it only takes one touchdown before you're in you know you're in deep trouble so uh, i'll pass the side i'll consider maybe the total in that one too it's just will the texans have enough points on the board you know to get that over i don't know um i gotta think about that one a little bit more Hear what you guys gotta say how about you dan
1: how you feeling about texans and cardinals i really don't know what to make of this game same thing with the Packers. These two teams play each other Thursday. Are the Cardinals going to get up? Maybe. But the problem is, if they go out there and look like crap for a quarter or two, with this spread this big, you're in jeopardy of losing it. So I don't know. They probably do get up to get to 7-0, and and then you have the showdown with the Packers. But I don't trust Kingsbury at all. He's done some boneheaded stuff, and that's a nice way to put it. I don't want to back Davis Mill and the Texans either. But for this spread, if you lay it with the Cardinals, the Cardinals have to be up 24, 25 points end of the game to protect you from that garbage time touchdown. And that's a lot of points here. On the flip side, though, could this be another situation for the Texans when they put the Bills when they lost 44-0 and they didn't even look like they belonged on the field? Maybe. So I want nothing to do with this game. I was talking to McKenzie about Cardinals for Survivor. I haven't decided on that yet either. So I'm just gonna pass completely on the furthest smooth here. All right, Smooth. Throw it over to you, Texans Cardinals. What do you got?
2: Yeah, I would look towards either the um the under in this game or the Texans team total towards the under. And the last couple of times I bet the Texans just had an awful read on them. Um when they lost 49 to nothing against the Bills. I had them. Um they made me look bad. And then last week against the Colts on a short week, um, getting 10 points uh, they made me look even worse. And, you know, with the Cardinals, I know they have the, in a possible look ahead spot, you know, playing Green Bay, you know, Thursday night, but, you know, the Cardinals, they haven't, they haven't been a team that's, you know, been, you know, used to, you know, having a lot of success to where they could, you know, easily be in a position to, you know, look past a team like the Texans. So, with them getting off to such a great start and them, you know, knocking off, you know, their own, you know, uh, co division favorites, you know, to win the toughest division in football, NFC West, you know, knocking off the Rams and the 49ers, uh, winning straight up and against the spread against both of those teams. I just think they're gonna, you know, stay focused all year. Um, they're coming off a game where they was counted out as being the only undefeated team. You know, in in the NFL, you know, going on the road against a team that they were better than in the Browns, and they were getting three and a half and, you know, won that game pretty easily, even though the offense didn't really show up like the way that it showed up all all season. So um, I think the defense is going to show up. Um, They did what they did to the Browns' offense without one of their best players in Chandler Jones, and I think he's back. Um, So with the play that, you know, Davis Mills has been, you know, showcasing the last couple of weeks, um, especially against a Colts defense that's, you know, not as good as I think as the Cardinals defense, I just see them, you know, having a, a, a tough day, you know, moving the ball against them. So uh, I would look towards, you know, the the under for the Texans team total or just the overall
0: under in the game in general. All right. Well, there you go. There's moves thoughts on that one. You guys got all our thoughts there uh, on those five games. So we talked through them all kind of, little rough around the edges but you know i think we might have found a couple half decent wagers in that one uh you guys know where to go ahead and find all our stuff uh over there at bettingpredators.com pregame.com and you guys can always get us on twitter at sleepyj underscore pregame at dan rivera 228 and at smooth underscore 702 that'll wrap up nfl week seven guys as always we have our money picks pod coming out with chris dell and myself we guys will get that late tomorrow night uh, that's all our player prop DFS season long stuff. So make sure you guys go ahead and check that out. But with that said, I'd like to wish you guys all the best of luck for NFL week seven. Enjoy the games.